Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Good morning. It is Thursday, May 18th. It is six minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Senator Ted Cruz, he said that the invasion at the southern border will bring tragedy, suffering and death. And he directly addressed the president saying, Joe Biden, this is your fault. We're seeing an invasion at the southern border. Right now, there are 22,000 illegal immigrants just across the river they're waiting to come in. They're waiting. They're waiting. It's uh, pretty amazing. There used to be, at least the perception was, there was a time in this country where people could kind of agree on high-level problems that were society. And the disagreement was on how best to solve said problems. And there were rigorous, spirited debates and, you know, one side would win an election, one side would lose an election, and that's how they we would attempt to solve the problems. Now, though, we have reached a level of such dysfunction in our government, and we have reached a level of such partisanship and politics inside of our government that we can't even get our government to agree, crap, six and a half million people illegally entering the country in two and a half years is wholly unacceptable and really bad for this nation. Yeah. Ted Cruz was saying, we already have the worst illegal immigration in the history of our country. And uh, just recently, Ron DeSantis, he signed an immigration bill. And this new law, it's set to take an effect in July. And it's going to require businesses with more than 25 people on staff to verify that their employees can legally work in the U.S., don't you have to do that every time you hire somebody? Well, that kind of sounds ridiculous because, again, you're right, Casey. Aren't you supposed to, you know, when we got hired here or whatever other job, you're supposed to yeah. fill out the forms that prove that? That sort of sounds like, and I'm not intricately familiar with it, so I'm not going to make a definitive statement. And another layer of government and pandering more so than actually solving problems but whatever the point is at least he's trying something right at least he's doing something to say let's ensure that people in our state are here in a legal fashion and said you know what casey the more i think about it i'm just making decisions on the fly here today that's the way it's gone today Mm -hmm. it's been an on the fly sort of day i don't think i am opposed that because the federal government ain't doing nothing to prevent these people from illegally entering this country. And at least as a governor, he's trying to lead. He's trying to do something. And I'd rather them go overzealous in terms of ensuring people are are in the state, working in the state are legal than not caring at all. Then sit there and do nothing. And like Ted Cruz was saying to Joe Biden, stop hiding in the basement. Stop pretending this misery is not your fault. Just stop it. Do something. And Ron DeSantis is trying to do something. Now, there's been some video that's been circulating. I actually saw it where people are shooting up. grocery stores and the shelves are bare and they're claiming that the grocery stores in Florida are empty because truckers are now boycotting the state over this new immigration law. 
when in fact, here's the truth, the video footage was actually shot during Hurricane Ian. So it's not even legit video that people are complaining about. But Todd Young had something to say about the issue. Okay, very good. He was speaking on the Senate floor about Biden's border policy, and he said, there's growing bipartisan agreement Mm -hmm. that the Biden administration's border policies have failed. Oh, Well, no kidding. (laughs) Welcome to the party, pal. There's growing bipartisan agreement. Really? Let's take a listen. As far as I can tell, the Biden administration's policy when it comes to the southern border is largely to do the opposite of what the previous administration did. This is the Costanza policy of border security. Whatever the previous president did, do the opposite. Okay, so he drops a nice Seinfeld reference. Yeah, question before we get into this. Yeah. What would be a more painful experience for you Casey if I said you have to watch an entire episode of Seinfeld with Todd Young (laughs) or you have to take a hot poker and jam it into your left toe I'd rather watch the TV with Todd Young boy not me than the hot poker well here's the thing though I'm going to point something out to you Todd didn't even get the Seinfeld reference correct (laughs) because what yeah wait wait wait. you're insinuating Todd Young has no idea of culture and is just mindlessly reading words that are on a paper in front of him you mean Todd Young is totally out of out of touch with normal people what Kevin can we play the Todd Young clip one more time okay Okay, and now now listen to the reference, and then I'm going to point out his mistake. Yes. Okay, here he is. As far as I can tell, the Biden administration's policy when it comes to the southern border is largely to do the opposite of what the previous administration did. This is the Costanza policy of border security. <laughs> okay. Whatever the previous president did, do the opposite. Okay. George ends up with the girl. And the job with the Yankees because he did the opposite. Biden is doing the opposite and it's not working out because we have migrants flowing in, human trafficking, sex trafficking. And last year, the DEA seized enough fentanyl to kill every American. More than 50 million fentanyl-laced pills and over 10,000 pounds of fentanyl powder. So Todd Young's opposite analogy it's incorrect. The Costanza theory actually worked out for Costanza. No, 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 wait a minute. I always have tuna on toast. Nothing's ever worked out for me with tuna on toast. I want the complete opposite of tuna on toast. Chicken salad on rye. Untoasted with a side of potato salad and a cup of tea. (laughs) Now, in that clip, Todd Young, he also says that Trump's policies were better, right? But wasn't it last week he was just saying that he wasn't going to endorse Trump because he's anti-Trump? So which is it? Now, Casey, (laughs) you're pointing out some very obvious flaws and rationalizations from the senior senator from the state of Indiana. Mm -hmm. And look, you're going to get eventually rebuked by some very agitated lackey at an event at the Stax Pancake House (laughs) if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to tread very lightly because, look, Todd Young is an intellectual superior 
the likes. Did you know he was in the Marines? <laughs> I heard that. Did you know he was in the Marines? Yes, I did know that. Look, Casey, of course, this guy is, Todd Young is highly fraudulent. He's a moron. He's to, he's an elitist. He's totally out of step with the average person. Uh, he has no idea what he's talking about. He's reading things on a paper. And I, again, like to thank every single person who cast a vote for this guy last fall because all he does is stab all of us in the back he made very clear that his the only thing he cares about is the ukraine and and spending our money exactly yeah i mean this guy i'm just i'm i i'm always torn when we play todd young audio because that means i'm subjected to his voice for a length of time Mm -hmm. however Every time we are subjected to his voice, it is usually to point out what a complete doofus he is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I know it makes you happy to be able to just talk about him, so I like to poke that bear. Yes, thank you. 15 after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So more than two-thirds of Americans are concerned about the negative effects of AI, and 61% of people believe it could threaten civilization. Do you get the ad for the uh, Chat GPT app in the, your Twitter feed? The what? The Chat GPT app. You can go online to the website and pull uh-huh. up Chat GPT. Oh, this is the thing. But now where, there's an app. This you is can the, put on your phone. This is the thing where you enter it in and it answers things for you or writes papers for you right. or whatever. Or does whatever you ask. There's it an to ad do. for this, huh? Well, there's an app now. It's not just a website, but it's an app, and I get fed that. Uh, promotion all the time in all of my social media feeds. Yeah. Well, it's the fastest growing app of all time. It's now beating TikTok. It's So I watched the other day, I watched Terminator, I think it's Genesis. It's the one from 2015. Mm-hmm. And it is so wild as the Skynet. If you've never seen the Terminators, it's the it was futuristic it's all happening right in front of us now where robots take over in the future and there's this thing called skynet that activates and ultimately it brings about a nuclear holocaust and uh, but the the skynet when it activates and what skynet is and how it is in the in this movie and in the terminator series this great Invention that is going to make everybody's lives easier and it's going to be a part of your home and everything you run and say and do and think will now be at your fingertips. With the, It is happening, Casey. Yes. Terminator is actually happening. Quicker than people are realizing, too. And many people are saying that this is going to be a productivity boom. And then, of course, on the other side, there's people saying, oh, no, we got to pump the brakes on this because it's at getting out of control before we even know what's going on. And that's going to be the big fight, I believe, between China and the United States. It's all going to be about artificial intelligence. And they're saying that uh, a household cleaning and companionship like like Rosie from the Jetsons. That's going to be the thing. And here's the deal. How do you put Genie back in the bottle? I mean, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. And globally this is exploding and people need to people need to be aware that this AI is is it's it's going faster than anybody realizes. Well, I blame you, Casey. <laughs> I had nothing you, it, to do with it. And before we go to break, I have mm-hmm. some terrible news. What's that? Oh, is your pig man losing? He double bogeyed the first hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 17 <laughs> after 11. Who would have thought a guy named Pigman isn't very good? <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Casey. Yeah? Number. What? 
tell me what you think when I give you this number. Oh, I thought you were asking for my phone number. I was oh. going to say, you already have it. Yeah, but what's your number? You've totally blocked me. We've already established that. <laughs> 35%. Yeah, what about it? How would you like to get a 35% bonus when you invest that sizable fortune of yours? Yes, I would like that a lot. If you invest $100,000, you get a $35,000 bonus. If mm-hmm. you invest $200,000, you get a $70,000 bonus. If this sounds too good to be true, it's not, and this special offer gets even better. Casey, go. You'll also sleep well knowing your money is backed by an A-plus insurance company that's been in business for 140 years, and it has $2.5 trillion in assets. And you can learn more by calling Bill Demery. He's your retirement guy right here in Indy at 317-932-9912. And if you know anything about Rob, you know he doesn't seem to like a whole lot of people. But I really do like Bill Demery, and he is so kind and so caring and so magnanimous in person. You need to meet him. You can learn how you can get a 35% bonus by calling 317-932-99. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hey fam, I'm asking for your support. Help us raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus on helping their child live. By pledging just $19 a month, you're helping St. Jude give every child with cancer a chance. Help St. Jude save lives. Call 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 and become a partner in hope today. 12. 21 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So do you remember that town hall last week that was on CNN featuring your favorite Donald Trump and the host of the of the town hall, Caitlin Collins? She is going to anchor now the 9 p.m. time slot on CNN. So that's what happens when you get 3 million eyeballs. You get your own show. Yeah, but she didn't do good that's well, great grammar she didn't do good she didn't do well and this after trump labeled her a nasty person well apparently chris lick at cnn liked the performance you know she's been there since 2017 working her way up and i would gather that that was her tryout like if she did okay it was probably that? a pretty low bar well i mean you know what yeah i'm just saying if you're uh who would have? Wa- okay, you. Who you- would want to host with Donald Trump? Like, I wouldn't want to put myself in that position. You interviewed him. Yes, I did. You may have heard that. It was a great dream. He, that, those were his words, not mine. Right, right. But I also said were- I was terrific. You, he wished every interview could be great, just like that. He also said, I knew what was going on out there. But were you nervous doing it? No. You were totally prepared and you were cool with it. Yeah. It this was. was- when in 2015 2016 2016 yes as the birds once said i was so much older then i'm younger than that now mm-hmm. would you have wanted to do it in front of a live studio audience heck I'm yes sure. i'm in media casey you would have been okay with it it's like saying like you're trying to go oh my gosh what a tough task this poor woman had she's in broadcasting well i mean i think it's kind of like how we say would you like to be trump's lawyer 
No. Well, being his lawyer and getting out of him out of legal pickles is no different than going on stage with. Is much different than going on stage with him, interviewing him. You're she's in broadcasting. No, I'm just Casey. saying. I think it would be a difficult. It's a difficult position because she's on the opposite side of him. There's she, the problem. Right. Th- th- this is the problem. People don't want the opposite side of that who view cable news. Clearly, no one's watching CNN and what they're doing in a very important time slot is they're telling the viewing public we've learned nothing. Mm. So now, if the Drudge Report is true and Jesse Waters or Greg Gutfeld, whichever one of them it's going to be, is on Fox at that time slot. So you've got Caitlin Collins then going up against Jesse Waters. Again, putting herself in a bad place. Because there's no way she's going to be either two of those guys. Well, this is what I I don't understand. I mean, it's like she... So you have an opportunity. Now... Clearly, CNN has not changed direction. They're just they're just putting new people in who are the same viewpoints as the old people. Maybe they're just younger, better looking, or less abrasive. Mm-hmm. But they're not learning anything because if you're if you are her, and you are actually interested in garnering new eyeballs. She was fighting with him on the stage. She was straight out activisming on the stage. There's a way as a journalist, mm-hmm. you know this, I know this, there's a way you can push back on someone through questions where it's not, nah-uh, nah-uh, nah-uh. Well, and the, and the real-time fact-checking as well. Here, she, she kept trying to do that. Here is so much of what television is about, and you know this because you were in, te- in TV. Would you want to hang out with that person? And there's two components. It's almost like picking a president. Would you want to, or it used to be, it's changed a lot now under the mass mail and unaccountable voting. But it used to be the person who you'd most likely want to hang out with is the person who usually won, a la Bill Clinton, way cooler than George Bush. Bill Clinton, way cooler than Bob Dole. George Bush Jr., way cooler than Al Gore. George Bush Jr., way cooler than uh, John Kerry. Barack Obama, certainly infinitely cooler than John McCain and John Kerry. Donald Trump, cooler than Hillary Clinton. It's all changed now because of COVID and the mass mail and unaccountable voting. But it used to be that way. TV's the same way. You have to have a connection Mm -hmm. with that person. She is somewhat well-assembled, but she is wholly unlikable yeah there's kev 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 kev, kev. i'm gonna bring you in on this because you're single i'm not so i can't i can't i can't answer this question you saw a little bit of that broad that did the town hall with donald trump yeah there's no way you'd want to go on a date with her right no no way you could get through an entire evening of conversation with her and have your sanity i think we would just eventually have some disagreements yeah that would probably be uh yeah, maybe it'd be some red flags. Exactly. And Kevin is so much nicer than me in the way he words things. There's no way. Like, if you're a dude, yeah, okay, she's somewhat well-assembled. But you hear her open her mouth for 30 seconds and you say, I'm out of this. Yeah. There's lots of women who are well-assembled don't have to listen to nag at me all night. Just make it stop. I just want it to go away. Two things. You either want to aspire to be them or you want to desire to hang out with them. Absolutely. And that's and, where the likability comes in. And there's in. absolutely nothing about her that is, in, you know, endearing. Right. And, you know, look, it is somewhat more difficult to succeed in broadcasting as a woman than a man. What? Oh, that's just a slight understatement, but keep going. No, go ahead. You are clearly very offended that I tried to say it was more difficult as a woman to make it than a man. Rob, when I started my career, I was one of four women in the entire country yeah. that were a program director of radio stations. Right. 
out of 30,000 radio stations. One of four. Okay. So, yes, it's easier now than it was back in the, you know, Stone Age when I started. But, yes, you're correct. It it, it, it was a little harder. <laughs> Boy, uh, uh, we found aggressive, Casey. It only took me a year and a half. Um, My point on all this is, though, right or wrong, there are different standards for different people. And part of women hosting talk shows, because it is a predominantly male-driven audience... Mm-hmm. And look, I don't make the rules. In industry, Right, yeah. and it's like it's getting into the game. You know the rules when you enter the game. Yeah. Is that there is a nag factor, and men do not want to be reminded of their ex-wives while they're watching television. <laughs> and that woman like. has a nag factor that is off the charts. And that's probably why Donald Trump said that she was a nasty woman. All right, we've got a couple voicemails to get to. And also coming up, uh, we found a different hammer, much different than WIBC's hammer, and that's on the way. 1128, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. Hey, coming up in just a bit, we're going to hear from Jim Merritt. I wanted to let you know he's going to join us. It is 1132 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC 317-684-8444. It is time for your voicemails. Uh, Yes, a bevy of phone calls on a variety of topics. We moved the voicemail segment today because I completely forgot to pull the voicemails. (laughs) (laughs) I had a very busy morning. You're distracted today. What's going on with you? PGA Championship's going on Mm -hmm. and uh, just a lot of things, just a lot of moving parts this morning. So I take full uh, full response. Responsibility for that. Now, earlier today in the show, mm-hmm. we did mention that the Wiener Mobile is changing its name. Yeah, to the Frank Mobile. And I said, I can't imagine why you would do that. It is one of the most beloved, uh, well, certainly beloved mobiles, but mm-hmm. certainly beloved. Iconic, 87 years. I mean, it, it, everybody loves the Wiener Mobile. Yeah. And uh, somebody called about that. Yeah, this Angelo Porsche conservative in Carmel. Thanks, Rob. Anyhow, the. Uh, Wienermobile was originally going to be called the Frankmobile. However, it was so close to World War One, they wanted to get the name away from German heritage. That's why they called it the Wienermobile hmm. instead of the Frankmobile. So we're way past that. So have a good day, guys. Thanks. So Wienermobile drivers were formerly called hot doggers, and now they're going to be known as Frankfurters. We had them on last year, didn't we? We did. Was yeah. it you or the other blonde lady we did? I did that with? No, it was me, and okay. we cut the mustard. We did really well with them. <laughs> ah! Do you relish this conversation? I see what you're doing there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so earlier in the program, <laughs> uh, also, it did come back up. You and Hammer got into a conversation about hotels. Yeah. And Hammer's a hotel snob, and will only stay at the finest places. Of course. Which is so weird for someone who lives in Beach Grove or in the <laughs> greater Beach Grove area. Grew up in Beach Grove, whatever. Um, and you are you are a bit of a high-class roller yourself. 
<laughs> Not really. <laughs> you like to portray me that way, but I'm pretty low maintenance. Um, but you did get on the conversation about you have stayed at the same hotel as Hammer yeah. in Florida. Yeah. Uh, not at the same time, not nor at with the each same other. Time. Correct. But the same hotel Hammer yeah. was praising was the hotel from your famous bikini photo that mm-hmm. only I have seen. Well, yeah. <laughs> and yes. the man who took the photo. Right. Technically, I've seen it too. Wait, what? Yeah, I, I thought you showed me when you showed Rob. Oh, you'd remember if you'd been shown yeah, this photo. I, I remember it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, somebody, and we had laid out, and you've never given us a Gram- cri- parameters? Cri- criteria oh, for right. the audience right. to hit to, in order to be able to see the photo, and somebody's losing their patience on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is for uh, Kendall. Listen, Kendall, you're missing the whole... You're missing the bus on this. Forget the politicians in Louisiana. Start focusing your attention on getting Casey to put a bikini on. Start getting subscribers or whatever you need to do. But we want to see Casey in a bikini. Forget the politicians in Louisiana. Thanks. Bye. You know, you say you want to see it, but it's like you can't unring that bell. Some things you just can't unsee. It's fine. It is. It's a pretty decent picture. I mean, I would not. I would not be telling you to do this if I thought it was going to be harmful to mm-hmm. your career. What is what is our average uh, YouTube audience? Let's oh, see. we generally do somewhere between one hundred and twenty-five and one hundred forty viewers at any given time. Yeah. Although I will say, remember that one time we were just screwing around and said, "Casey, right. why don't you?" I wear was wearing a- something low cut, or and it was like in the mid, yeah. fi- like mid five hundreds. Yeah. I mean, um, we have a bunch of perverted people who listen to this radio show on a daily basis. I mean, you remember that. It was within seconds. Mm-hmm. Casey's going to go on the chat for mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. 15 minutes and revealing her low-cut shirt. And, I mean, it was like everybody went in those there. same people are paying a dollar a minute to chat with that AI robot. That's who we're right. I sh- I sh- that's That should be the parameter. It should be a monetary thing for me. What do you mean? You want like, money? Uh, well, I, I would collect money and then give it to charity. Oh. Okay. Something along the nature. I, I don't know how we work that well, out. Well, you've been saying for a month now, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have to figure out a parameter, and then you yeah. never do. Right. So here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, because it's half my show. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to make the parameter? Well, I, I'm going to give you- You know, we do have a sexual harassment training <laughs> coming up in 23 minutes. <laughs> here's 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 what I'm thinking. So I did this. Watch uh, yourself, Kendall. Yeah, I, we have to praise some government here for a second. Okay. There was a guy. There's a guy who owns a piece of property near me, mm-hmm. and it's an open field, and they let it go forever, and they don't cut it. And there's like possums and all sorts of things that start living in there. Yeah. And I called the local government the other day, and they got right on it and made that dude cut his grass. So we got to say good good job to Ryan. In the code compliance division at Town Hall at Brownsburg, you're probably the one competent person working over there. So good job, Ryan, from the code compliance division. I'm thinking I'm going to do the same thing because Ryan called me back and said, we're giving them until tomorrow to cut it or we're going to cut it and then add it to their property tax bill. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set a deadline for you. Okay. And that deadline. Yeah. And then you're going to have to make up your mind or I'm going to make it up for you. Do it or get off the pot. Right. So I'm going to give. I think I'm going to give you. Okay. Until Wednesday of next week. That okay. seems like a like the guy had a reasonable amount of time to cut his grass. You're going to have a reasonable amount of time to come up with your parameter, or okay. I'm going to set the parameter for you. Okay. All Perfect. right. That's a deal. Good deal. And and then you can start objectifying. Uh, That's cool. Long. T- 
Long-time friend wait, of the show. Wait, what? Long wait, what? <laughs> did, did anybody hear that? Someone in the chat said that next time Rob needs to wear the low-cut shirt oh, yeah. on, the, on the stream. You know, there was a period in my life when I was really into physical fitness, and you would have totally wanted to see that. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> Not so much now. No, you, no now, now I'm married, so it's like... Who am I trying to impress? Well, somebody said that if I do the bikini, then you need to do the Speedo. Oh, well, I'm doing the, at this point in my life, Casey, I'm doing the bare minimum to ensure my my health, my long-term health. So I will eat <laughs> and exercise to ensure my long-term health. Mm -hmm. There was there was a period, though, yeah. in my early 30s where, man, I was... Working out? I was a skinny, good-looking fella. Yeah. I thought and, you were jacked. Yeah, I was. I was pretty... I was. I was pretty well put together, Kev. That that is no longer the case. I am doing the bare minimum to ensure my long term health. So I mean, I'm not out there looking like uh, Dom DeLuise, but I'm not. I'm not what I once was. Okay. Nobody wants that. Uh, okay, Kurt, Gert, longtime friend oh, of the show. Right, Gert, right, right. Gert called. called, and uh, she was very fired up. Hey guys, it's Kurt. I don't know if you probably have talked about this, but I just heard it on the news for sure that uh, Biden's headed to somewhere for some hokey meetings where people laugh at him behind his back. But it's amazing that his health has allowed him to go on this trip when he was too tired or too old or whatever the excuse was to go to King Charles's coronation. And I'm not in love with King Charles, believe me. But Biden sure snubbed him and England. That's all I've got on my mind right this second. She's so sweet. I love Gert. But she's right. He couldn't go to England because it was too far to travel. Yes. On the heels of his Ireland trip. That's correct. But now he's over in Japan. That's correct. Okay. What are you what are you missing here? I'm just making sure we're all on the same page. Um one final phone call before we take a little break here. Mm -hmm. Uh we'll just let this phone call speak for itself and then we'll comment. Okay. Hi Casey. Uh hi Rob. I pretty much enjoy your show all the time. Uh, I don't get to listen to it as often as I like, uh, but I was wondering if you could do something. Um, I know he doesn't come into the studio, but maybe you could get uh, Tony Cash to talk a little louder. <laughs> Wait, what? It's our job to get Tony Katz to talk a little louder. Is 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 Tony quiet? I don't know. I don't notice him being quiet. Kev, I think, I, and we're gonna have to compare. That's the what kind of show are you gonna be guy? Yeah, I think it is. At first, I thought it was the guy in the uh, dark studio, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with the blinds closed and everything. You know, you it know, is. it's not even so much talking to Tony Katz; it's talking to Tony Katz's producer. Yeah, maybe we need to turn up his volume. I think yeah. we do use different levels. For okay, the mics. all right, I, I got the message. I'll pass it on. All right, Jim Merritt joins us next. There is a ridiculous proposal to take over downtown Indy. He will comment on that. It's Kendall and Casey on ninety-three WIBC. I'm sure you know this whole. I'm so sorry you have just Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com 
and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey Zarin. Oh, look who it is. <laughs> the Robert. nicest guy in politics. <laughs> That's what we're going with now. He spent 30 years in the Indiana Senate, former state senator Jim Merritt. How are you, my friend? I am well, and that's a tall order. Well, <laughs> I I know you were chomping at the bit to get the, to this today because you did spend 30 years in the Indiana Senate, which means you understand state government. You were the most recent Republican nominee for the mayor of Indianapolis, which means you understand Indianapolis politics. And so the worlds are kind of colliding here where Eric Doden, he is a Republican I guess you'd say he's kind of running for governor. I mean, he says he's running. As far as we know. I mean, it's very hard to find him oftentimes, and he's not laid out anything that makes much sense at all. And in line with that, his new big plan, Jim, is that Eric Doden, Republican candidate for governor, wants the state of Indiana to essentially take over the Miles Square in downtown. That's not going to work, Casey. Robert, it's not going to work, and uh, we've seen how uh, legislators in the past couple years have tried to take over parts and and take chunks out of the prosecuting attorney, and just doesn't work. And I, uh, I, I, I think if the mayor of Indianapolis is asking for help or or a, some sort of working relationship with the state police or with um, INDOT or DOC or, you know, even um, even social services, that may work because he, he or she will have a female mayor someday of Indianapolis asking the governor, asking the legislature for help. That that's understandable. But but um, a a hopeful a governor hopeful. And I say that with you lo- use the term loosely based on how he's campaigned so yeah, far. It, it, it's there a brittle go. campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said he wants to send Indiana State Police to secure the area. What does that mean? I, that is that, that that is such a slap in the face for our friends at IMPD. Forget the mayor. Uh, that I, it's just I, I I reject that. And we know that we've got crime problems in Marion County, but. Um, to attack IMPD that way is ridiculous. So Axios had the story. Jim Merritt, our guest, we're talking about Eric Doden, Republican candidate for governor's plan to essentially have the state of Indiana, the legislature, the governor, whoever, because those guys run things so well, take over downtown Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And according to Axios, they, here's how they describe it. The, quote, capital zone proposal would give the state responsibility to pay for and control infrastructure projects in the mile square. So basically now we're going to have Holcomb and Rod and Todd the Flanders boys bringing their intellectual mega capacity to run downtown Indianapolis. Well, uh, uh, to be fair, uh, Governor Holcomb will be gone. 
Well, that's true. Yeah, it's a great point. So I guess yep. it would be Governor Doden and Rod and Todd, the Flanders boys, and their intellectual mega capacity running downtown Indianapolis. Uh, Casey, we do have a bevy of problems in the city of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Bev- bevy was the word of the day mm-hmm. on our state house happenings this morning yeah. when we taped it. And, that, means, uh, that means multiple. That means multiple. many. Yes. yes. <laughs> However, I'm, I'm aware. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> However, there are so many problems in state government that 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 Doden and the others can't could be talking about and have wasted so much time. I think he announced in July or August last year, and other than paying teachers more, which the legislature has addressed and will continue to address, uh, Doden having this uh, it, it's I, it's a curious proposal, mm-hmm. and and I, I there's. So many other things to talk about when you're running for governor. He said that he wants to establish a prosecutor review board. What the heck is that? Well, the legislature tried to do that, where they're where they're telling the uh, county prosecutor what to do, and they failed miserably. And and uh, that will he will fail miserably in that regard as well, because the the uh, the county prosecutor in any all ninety two county in ninety. One counties because one prosecutor prosecutes for two counties, and all ninety-one counties they are they have so much leeway that why even propose that this has been failed several years in a row from the legislature, and uh, and it's like Doden isn't watching the political landscape whatsoever. Uh, Rob Kendall, Casey Daniels, Jim Merritt. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. Let's uh, turn our attention here. We're talking, we have talking about uh, clueless people running for governor. There's three on the Republican side. You got Doden, you got Silent Suzanne, and then you got Braun. And look, I'm not going to use the phrase uninspiring turds, but thus far, the three of them have basically been uninspiring turds <laughs> with no proposals that really benefit the masses. And now, Jim, we talked about this on Statehouse Happenings, because you know how we like to break news here. The big rumor is Curtis Hill Mm. is pondering getting back in the politics game, and he is pondering a run for governor, and I'm totally here for that. Jim, what say you? I think it's wonderful. I think the more the merrier. I think uh, the people of the state of Indiana deserve an incredible debate for uh, the person who's going to take over as governor in 2025. Okay, now when I hear the name Curtis Hill, I think of past allegations. Mm -hmm. Can he get past that on a statewide scale for governor? You know, we've seen worse Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) in politics, and uh, he has an opportunity to reintroduce himself. Uh, the, The American people and Hoosiers alike have ability to forgive and forget, and emphasis on forget, and uh, and I think uh, Curtis Hill is a well-spoken person. Uh, he he did lose a, a congressional bid, and so he's kind of have an offer for right now. And so uh, I, I think I think if he can get the signatures and get on the ballot, uh, I think he has a he has a a, a chance and a puncher's chance. Right now, it's wide open. We don't know what. Uh, on the serious issues of the day, we don't know what anybody thinks. Uh, the lieutenant governor did, has done a really good job of addressing mental health in the legislature and in previous. 
And so um, I think the door's wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's going to make them earn it if Curtis does indeed get in. Now, Casey mentioned, you know, of course, Curtis Hill, the former attorney general, who was a total thorn in the side of Holcomb and the establishment, his uh, political career was kind of undone when he uh, was alleged to have had inappropriate contact with people in a bar. Now, the prosecutor declined any criminal charges. The ethics investigation done by Holcomb's people cleared him of ethics and violations. There was a lawsuit that I believe was thrown out against him. The only mm-hmm. thing was he was hit by with a slap on the wrist from, there's a board, I guess, that reviews the behavior of lawyers. And you'll love this, Jim. Lawyers are, and Casey, the lawyers are supposed to be held to a higher standard than the rest of us and uh he got hit by that but Mm -hmm. other than that i mean basically no no criminal wrongdoing no ethical wrongdoing the lawsuit didn't go anywhere kind of seems like he maybe didn't do anything well we have a year casey and robert and uh this race is so wide open for a disruptor uh the the republican party has been in charge ever since uh mitch daniels won the governor's spot and it's 20 years and and th- there is such a wide open lane for somebody to come in into in the Republican Party to come in and say, we need to upset the apple cart. And and uh, the legislature is rolling over everything because they're large majorities. There is time for uh, state government to be turned upside down and for people to propose um Big time change in in Indiana politics. Do you think Curtis Hill can be that disruptor? Well, I think he's a great public speaker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I did. He was not a disruptor as the Attorney General, other than some of the things we've discussed. Uh, but but I mean, I think differently since I left the legislature. I've had a chance to look at the total landscape and feel differently about different issues than I did when I was a legislator. Yeah, when you were a legislator, you know, you and I, we had some back and forth. And right. When you got done being a legislator, the first thing you did when you walked out of the state house is say, and it's become more prevalent over time, gosh darn it, Rob was right. Well, I also, I also said that uh, I started thinking wider and deeper about cannabis and how to regulate it. I, I, and I worked more and more on issues about mental health and and uh, th- just you think differently. You think you have time to really develop ideas that uh, you ordinarily wouldn't um, think about. And, and, and I'm as conservative as the day is long, but it's something that you have a chance to to think broadly and not about, you know, 130,000 constituents. Uh, you think about 6.6 million Hoosiers, and maybe Curtis Hill has that opportunity. Where can people find you? What are you doing? Uh, at, at Jim Underline Merritt in Twitter. Uh, Merritt in the morning. Brad Kloffenstein. Kloffenstein. Talk about the issue. We love. We talk about the issues of the day and uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> all the platforms. Yeah, all the platforms. And I'm here with you. All right, Casey. I've had enough of our audience for today. Take us home. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Jim. Thank you, Rob. And thank you, Kevin. And mostly thank you for listening today. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow, Friday. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.